0: And joining us now, as I just said, is Congressman Mike Lawler. He is, of course, the newly elected congressman from New York, part of the red wave in New York that changed the House into GOP hands. And he was actually there in the chamber. Uh, Congressman Lawler, great to have you here on the show. I can't wait to get your reaction. What was it like being there? And what did you think of the State of the Union?
1: Well, thanks for having me, Rita. And certainly, uh, you know, on a personal level, a professional level, it was a great opportunity to be there. I've watched uh, State of the Unions going back as far as I can remember. Uh, and my wife, uh, who's an immigrant from Eastern Europe, from Moldova, a former Soviet satellite country, uh, she uh, was able to join me. Uh, she became a citizen two years ago. So it was really cool uh, from that perspective to be able to, to have her there with me and, and listen to the president deliver the State of the Union. However, I, I have to say it was uh, very disappointing listening to his remarks, both in, in tone and substance uh, or lack thereof, frankly. Uh, I think it was a big missed opportunity on his part. The reality is we no longer have one party rule in Washington. Uh, And I think he missed the opportunity to come in and lay out a vision for how we can work together to address the challenges we're facing, from record inflation to skyrocketing energy prices, to surging crime in areas like New York, to a porous southern border, uh, where not only a massive inflow of illegal immigration, but fentanyl pouring into our communities, killing tens of thousands of Americans every day, Uh, And then, of course, the the situation in Ukraine and and China, our greatest geopolitical foe. He spent more time talking about resort fees and junk fees than he did talking about China, Ukraine and immigration combined. It was embarrassing.
0: It was. It was stunning. And by the way, Mike, now I know why I like you even more, because my father uh, is Polish. My father was born in Poland. And so the fact that your wife is Eastern European, uh, means I love you even more, Mike. So that's even better.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, but you know the, the the biggest the biggest thing that was just ridiculous about last night, frankly, was the president's uh, intentional misstatement with respect to uh, Social Security and Medicare. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, is on the record saying we are not going to cut Social Security or Medicare. I have long been on the record saying that I would not vote for any uh, legislation that would do that. Uh, and in fact, I have said, we need to have, uh, you know, a plan to ensure the long-term sustainability of both programs and that they're fully funded. The bottom line is the president stood up in front of the American people last night, uh, and said something that was just blatantly untrue. Uh, and, you know, obviously it, it engendered a, a back and forth. Um, but frankly, he, he relished in it. And I, and I just thought it was a really, unfortunate uh, incident and, and something that uh, was really a missed opportunity on his part to, to really bring the nation together.
0: Yeah. And he also took that swipe sort of at the end, equating January 6th Trump to uh, Paul Pelosi. I mean, there were a lot of like sort of uh, unstate of the union, unstately well, comments. It, it,
1: well, I, I, I will, if I'm being kind, I mean, it was a very disjointed uh, speech, uh, and, you know, uh, at times incoherent. So, uh, you know, it, the whole thing was just unfortunate. I, I think it was a, a missed opportunity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And everybody, we are talking to Congressman Mike Lawler. Um, Congressman, you know, you you talked about some of the, you know, word salad um, that he was trying to play with Social Security and Medicare. He also said, basically, I brought down inflation. I brought down the deficit. I brought down gas prices. I mean, if you look at the numbers, it, it, it's just not true. He says it based on, okay, uh, he forgets that there was COVID in many cases. He doesn't talk about why things were so bad when he came in in certain places, although gas prices were great when he came in. He, he brought them down from the $5 that he created, basically.
1: I, I think what was uh, remarkable was kind of the total disconnect from his speech and what he was saying versus the reality of where the American people uh, and what they're dealing with. I, I mean, the cost of living is through the roof. The cost of energy uh, prices, home heating costs are through the roof. I filled up my tank in, in Washington yesterday morning uh, and I paid 540 a gallon. Wow. So I, I don't know what he's talking about when he says he brought down energy costs, he brought down inflation. Uh, he, you know, he, he's securing the border and he's, and he's stopping the inflow of, of migrants. I mean, it's, it's frankly delusional. So we, we have serious challenges and I, and I really wish the president, uh, would recognize that Democrats no longer have one party rule in Washington, that we need to work together to address these challenges. Uh, and it requires good faith negotiations. Uh, which is what the speaker has asked him to enter into when it comes to our debt ceiling. Uh, We need to fix our broken immigration system. We need to secure the border. We need to take on China, our greatest geopolitical foe. The fact that he made no mention of uh, China uh, violating U.S. sovereignty last week is unacceptable. And we need to be serious about this.
0: Yeah, no question about it. What did you think, um, real quick, Congressman, before I let you go, um, about Sarah Huckabee Sanders, her GOP response? I thought she was great. Uh, She was very forceful. I mean, my goodness, at one point she said uh, that he is unfit to serve as commander-in-chief, citing the border, citing uh, China, citing a whole bunch of different issues.
1: Look, we have a lot of rising stars in the party, new voices like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, like Ron DeSantis. Uh, people who are addressing the challenges and the issues in their state uh, and in our country. And I think uh, as we move forward, what is going to be important is to make sure that uh, we are addressing the issues facing the American people and that we are providing real solutions to those challenges. You want to talk about energy uh, costs? We need to increase domestic production of energy, period. Uh, You want to talk about inflation. We need to rein in reckless out of control spending. We can't continue to print new money and borrow at the levels that we have. We have to cut taxes. We have to bring down the cost of living uh, and we have to move our country forward in a way that the American people, the American people uh, are able to thrive and and succeed and, and that is what the objective is and that's what the focus has to be going forward
0: yeah one thousand percent and by the way um that clarity of message that you just had right now is exactly what you had on the campaign trail and why i'm convinced uh why you won so well in your race um in new york in a blue state like new york um bravo to you congressman and really great to have you here and i'm glad that you and your wife got to share in that moment last night
1: Thank you. Appreciate it, Rita.